So today I have Molly on the podcast, my other housemate, and we do graphic design together at NTU. Hello, Molly. Hi. So yeah, so today we just wanted to talk about women in design and the lack of representation that there is. Yes. Um, I know you've been doing the speak up space yes. and that's been really interesting and just yeah talk a bit about that first and then okay. we can get on to well yeah so the speak up space is kind of something that came about in the summer um, it just came up on this girl's story that they were starting this platform for uh, victims of sexual harassment and uh, sexual abuse and basically it's just like a platform where people can talk anonymously to like trained professionals and it's also just a really lovely community of people who just want to help, really. Mm. And so I like reached out to them in the summer because I thought maybe I could help with some like graphics or whatever. I mean, I didn't know really what they were, but I thought I'll try it. Be, yeah. And then they sent me like a form back and I did that. And I've been doing it since then. Ooh. It's not just me. Like there's lots yeah. of other creatives and that's really nice too to see all the work that they come out with. Yeah. Um, because yeah. I just yeah because I just wanted to bring that up before we start really yeah cause, and I Cause guess as well it's, it's very linked to what we yeah, want to talk yeah. about because that's kind of this like working with them's kind of really opened my eyes in terms of like women's voices kind mm. of being repressed a lot of the time yeah. I mean not that the platform is just for women but I mean being a woman and makes working with think, them kind yeah. of makes you think about that as well so no it's really yeah. interesting it's nice it's nice to see that you've done something. Yeah, like, exactly. Like and I think it, as well. it's nice to talk to people about as well and like having mm. conversations that I wouldn't normally have felt comfortable having. Yeah. Like some of them, some of the topics they talk about are obviously uncomfortable, but things aren't going to change at all if you no. don't have those conversations. So that I yeah. think is really important as well. Definitely. Yeah. yeah so, well, we wanted to talk about women in design and yeah. the lack of representation because. I don't think I've really, I don't think I was really that aware of it no. before coming to uni, actually. No, that's so true, actually, yeah. Like, I I just didn't think about no. it. No, especially when you're doing, like, A-level, and, like, for me, A-level was kind of the first, my first mm. introduction to graphic design yeah. at all. So you have to start with the kind of history of it to kind of understand where it's going. You have to look yeah. at where it's been. Yeah. So I kind of you just kind of do your initial research into that and I obviously it was amazing and it was something that I really was passionate about and then only after you've been doing it for a while are you mm. kind of like all of these people <laughs> kind of look the same they're all like white and it's men the same people. like yeah. straight they're all sort of similar stories not saying that their work isn't impressive because obviously it is but mm. it's only when you start to realize there's no one that looks like me and if there's no one that looks like me, then there's not going to be any women of colour seeing no. themselves in graphic design either. So that was something that really started to... It just started off as kind of like a little niggle. And mm. I was like... And somebody asked me who my kind of influences are gra in graphic yeah. design-wise. I was kind of like... They're all men just they're like spring to yeah. mind. And then I was like, well, that's really sad mm. <laughs> in a way. Because there are so many talented women. Unless like you think about like Paula Scher. She's the kind of first yeah. women into like yeah. pentagram. So she was like almost kind of broke the mold that way because mm. uh, like women didn't really have those positions before. No, God, no. So, but even, even then it's like they're so high up yeah. that it's almost like unattainable. Yeah, exactly. And it's 
it's like yeah you could never get there because you yeah, can't exactly. see if, if only if the only women you see are ones that are part of like massive design yeah. agencies at the very top of their game then you just feel mm. like the lad is just not there for you yeah like it exactly. is for the men in mm. the industry I think and it's it's even like thinking about you're like GC did you do GCSE art yeah I did or, like yeah, yeah fine art and they got you to look at like the exact same people yeah exactly and the exact like I don't I can't even remember well, you've got like what? Picasso yeah and the classic like Matisse who I love anyway yeah, but yeah there's so much more than that out but it's there. even that yeah so if you start at that bit anyway in yeah. GCSE and you start looking at those people then yeah there's no way that you're gonna ever see yourself yeah because that's someone who, that, yeah yeah if that's who you're told to look at then that's who you assume is about them. yeah so like, you're like oh well I could never do yeah, that exactly. because I'm not them and yeah then... and I think the kind of this the reason I wanted to do this topic like mm. with you is because like my sister called me the other day and was saying that for her course she, she yeah. wants to be a teacher she has to part of like part of the art sort of direction mm. they had to research a contemporary female eastern designer oh, okay. or artist yeah and she rang me for advice and I was just like I don't know and it was I felt hideous because I was like oh my god like everyone that I could think of was like western or like not alive anymore like they had to still be active and I was just like I don't have that knowledge and that kind of really saddened me actually oh god yeah because even yeah you asked me that question and I'm like exactly I had to like google it and mm. I thought well she's called me (laughs) doing graphic design and I can't think of anyone and it was just, oh, I just felt a bit rubbish. So I was just mm. like, right, okay, I've got to but I think broaden the scope a yeah. little bit. And uni should be the place where that happens as well, more than, and I just yeah. don't think it has. No. Because even like talks and stuff, I mean, it's definitely got better now. I think so, yeah, definitely. Because just like think the wider scope that you've got. Yeah. But just yeah or even like thinking about it has to I think it has to be like a really conscious effort as well yeah and if you're not willing to put in the effort to find people that don't look like everyone else yeah then you're not that it's just not going to happen is Mm. it and you'll be comfortable looking at like the Anthony Burrells of the world forever which Mm. is great because he's an amazing graphic designer and I love him but there are there is more to graphic design than the men that dominate I think yeah and then, well, something else I wanted to talk about was just, like, yeah, the stereotypes of creative people. Yeah. So, obviously, like, it's one of those things where you need three jobs yeah. to do what you love. Yeah, exactly. And you just don't see... And if it is... If you are looking at different people, I think that's, that becomes lesser yeah because exactly. people are more open about where they've come from yeah how they've got there yeah and that actually it's not taken them three jobs yeah exactly to get, and they're actually doing really really, yeah, yeah, really yeah. well I think like with that book that I have actually forgotten the name of I think it was I think it's modern well like I contemporary female there. designers yeah we'll find it put it in the bio put it in the bio it's an amazing (laughs) book um but uh, basically it's like talks about in the introduction it's it's about women designers in Europe Mm. um that are doing amazing things right now that aren't talked about very much 
but they're basically saying that the traditional journey into graphic design has been one that's very male white straight focused where you know they're extremely talented and they go through uni and they make the right connections and then all of a sudden they're in the industry they've kind of there's the sort of narrative you know that they fail too and that's okay but actually now they're really successful they've made loads of money they've never had to have or from what it looks like the people that are really successful now have never really had to work more than more than one job in yeah. graphic design yeah. which is the the dream but, but it's not realistic now which is really sad yeah. yeah I think and I do think that the whole with regards to the sort of stereotypes of creatives like the amount of times I've been asked like oh what are you gonna have like what's the graduate salary on that mm-hmm. by people who aren't doing creative courses yeah and my response has just been I don't know <laughs> I, like, I just love what I'm doing and yeah. that's is that not enough like you don't have to it's I think so much of it is just so money focused yeah. that it take it just sucks all the creativity out mm. of everything because I yeah it was like when I was looking into university courses and stuff even my dad was just like well how much are you gonna make yeah exactly like, yeah and I think if you don't have that like I was kind of lucky in the sense that my dad does interior yeah, design yeah so that kind of I kind of was worried that it wouldn't come from my parents necessarily, but my yeah. grandparents might be like, mm. what are you going to do now? Like, yeah. what, what does that what does that mean? But I think if you don't have that in your family already, yeah. then explaining it to people, it becomes like so mm. much more difficult yeah. because there's no understanding of it already. Yeah, because I remember, I remember sitting there going on my laptop and being like, well, a creative director. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It was like, oh, okay, right yeah but then how much work do you have to do to be a creative director (laughs) literally like that shouldn't be something that I mean it's a lovely goal to have but it's not realistic for a graduate like no but the fact that you have to say oh well so so, yeah it's like it's like if you did a business degree and then them saying well how much money are you going to make from that Mm. and it's like well a CEO makes and then it's like well yeah that's great you're not gonna be a CEO when you graduate are you whatever that means I don't know just like I know but it doesn't make any sense to me as well it's like the freelance as well because like I really like the idea of being freelance yeah but all ever anyone ever talks about because you see all the like high people yeah people up there say it's like not yeah attainable or anything yeah yeah but then I've started looking at different people mm-hmm. out there talking about it and they're like, well, actually, yeah, it's really... And I don't think people realise how much work goes into being freelance. You yeah. know, there's nothing, like, there's no difference between being a freelancer and having, like, a consistent yeah. job that, like, you have to do it all on mm. your own. And I don't think people appreciate how much work no. goes into that. Yeah. And also how much, like self-control you can have because you don't have to get up at a certain time Mm. because no one's telling you have to be in yeah and you can work from home if you want to but then I think for me it doesn't appeal as much to me because I know I just be like oh I'll just have a nap today (laughs) you know what I'll give myself a nap I've done five minutes so I think that but I think for you Mm. I know that you'd do amazing with that because you've got such self-discipline that that you'd like (laughs) yeah you just flourish at it but I think it's just people's misunderstanding yeah. about it yeah, that definitely. really upsets me. I've also put down here, we've got like a whole list of things that we can talk <laughs> about, but um, the like the framework, so I was looking into it today and it was like the framework of competitions, like yeah. DNA D and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And because you have to pay yeah. to enter, mm-hmm. 
it's like you're only bringing in the same people. Yeah. You're not getting these diverse. Yeah, exactly. That's such an interesting point, actually. I, I It's such a... Then it sort of becomes a class thing, yeah. doesn't it? Because yeah. it's like, well, I don't have the money to apply mm. for this competition, so I can't enter the competition, so mm. I can't be seen. And then it's a whole process. But if you... Graphic design seems to be something that can be accessible to everybody yeah. but there are institutions that are slightly elitist yeah, exactly. and so you can't if it's not available to everybody then it's not it doesn't align with what I feel like art is all about no because yeah. art is for everyone exactly. and if you're saying when well, you can't do it you haven't got the money mm. then what's the point in that someone someone that has access to Adobe and can pay afford to pay mm. for the whole like suite isn't necessarily a better graphic designer no. than somebody who comes from a working class background who Such doesn't have point. access to all of that mm. tech. You know, it might look more shiny and polished, yeah. but if you haven't got the idea and the concepts, then your work's not going to be the same. Exactly. It's not going to be as, like, That's such the a level's going to be just... It might yeah. look nice, but it's a bit, like, shallow, mm. really. Because, yeah, even that, it's like, I didn't even think about that. No, I was no. like, because obviously... I can afford to. Yeah, we're get both Adobe. very lucky I in this sense yeah, that we really can have lucky. Adobe through uni, which you also have to pay for. Yeah, like it's not free. No, you make out all. We'll give so you this free subscription yeah. to Adobe. It's like, mm, but I'm also paying nine grand a year. So yeah, it's not free, is it? Um, it's it's all really intertwined, isn't it? Like, but that's such an interesting point about DNAD. Yeah. like the whole entry fee and stuff mm. <laughs> you have those things at school where it's like gifted and talented and you got to go to specific <laughs> events if you were gifted and talented and then you'd have more opportunities to do and then if you weren't what they considered to be gifted and talented then you weren't yeah. like given the opportunity to do other things even though mm. you might have been gifted and talented in different ways I mean it's slightly different because it's money no but, but it's the same because the money leads to because the whole point of like the design industry mm. is like not what you know, it's who you know, which I think yeah. also there's problems in that because unless, like you say, you have the money <laughs> to travel to different places and to talk to different people. Yeah. I mean, maybe less so now because of the whole Zoom I culture. Think, yeah, but... I think, yeah, it's a definitely more, you can definitely get. Yeah. And I, one thing like I have been surprised by is that I've always kind of had it in my head that the whole industry mm. as like a, scary word yeah. is so inaccessible unless you know certain people yeah but the people like I have reached out to certain designers and they've been really willing have, to help yeah and I was like th- th- that was just for my dissertation but still I was like oh my god I think they want to talk yeah. to me you feel like <laughs> I'm <it's-> so small <laughs> no yeah I think that's the thing isn't it like you feel like they're so massive yeah and you put them on a pedestal you really do no matter who they are exactly and I just think we need to remember that they're people. Yeah, exactly. exactly And they become, because we put them on a pedestal, what they're doing becomes unattainable. But really, it's what we're doing now. It's just, you know, it's just a bit nicer. Mm. (laughs) And like more professional, probably. Yeah. With years of industry to back it up. But it's not as inaccessible. Like um, that book, Oh Shit, What Now? Mm. Craig Olden talks about how the industry isn't a big scary word that everybody thinks it is and actually it's a lot more accessible than people think you just got to reach out to people I think the more people you talk to the like the nicer that feels yeah definitely it's like such a small world exactly and everybody wants to help because everybody was in that position at one point so like 
it's they're, they're there to help so I guess that's something that I've learned at uni definitely because you kind of yeah I think oh my god they're huge they'll never talk to me no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah how we were talking about earlier like the highest paid jobs um uh, like you were you were saying that your dad was like well there's no money in that and you looked yeah. up creative director yeah but for women in graphic design that's yeah. not really as realistic mm. as it would be like we were talking earlier about how like I looked up because I wanted to talk about this on the podcast and I was like oh I don't want to sound like I'm just a ranting feminist <laughs> so, like, <laughs> there's no women in anything but like I looked up how like the sort of percentage of women in, in graphic design and I was kind of shocked in a way to find out that it is a female dominated industry That's, yeah with like 60% of it being women but you don't see them as much because all of the creative director jobs all the big shot like hot shot jobs are men and like I was in that book as well they were talking about how when you think about uh you know the history of like like typeface development Mm. if you think of Helvetica you're probably going to think of like Massimo Vignelli who like Mm. uh, designed Helvetica but actually his wife was also um, played a massive role in the really? development of the typeface and was also a massive type fan. But you don't hear about her no. because he was such a huge name. I'm not saying what he was doing wasn't amazing work no, as well, but, but if yeah. it was like there were other people around him who were helping him, then they should be talked about too. Yeah, no, definitely. And also in that Pioneers of Modern Graphic Design book, because yeah. I was looking at it because oh, I wanted to talk just... about like who like historic like mm. women you know because I was kind of like surely it can't be that bad maybe I've just been looking in the wrong places yeah and then this book is really long well over 200 pages long and there's only two women kind of like oh okay so it's there then isn't it in black and yeah. white you see how little representation these women have like when you talk mm. about the Bauhaus like the only women it's the all, only woman yeah. who was kind of there that we'd talk about is like that Marianne Brandt who did mm. the metal work and other than that I mean all the men there were doing amazing things but why no it just seems yeah. like it was such a what's the word like consequence of or like a symptom of the society that they yeah. were in like women weren't really allowed to do very much and so as a consequence of that the history of graphic design it's, like seems a lot slimmer yeah in terms of women which is sad I know. but you just have to like we were saying earlier like has to be such a conscious effort for you to mm. and it's even like thinking about like who's on our course yeah there's it's there's a lot of women yeah exactly I'd say there's definitely more women than men there's definitely more women than men I'd say in terms of tutors and lecturers and stuff so that's like they're there then that's crazy yeah because then you get to so then there's a certain point yeah where that just stops yeah because obviously people think it's unattainable yeah and it probably does come there probably it probably is a bit of a feminist issue in the sense that mm. women you know like positions of power like authority they go not to the kids yeah exactly so that's why they don't reach those creative mm. director art director like places yeah. because well, not that they don't reach it, but it's a lot less likely yeah. for that to happen. But I think that's what I've seen so many, like, new agencies now. Yeah, I think, women, like, yeah, exactly. Where they've just, like, built their own Like, thing. Hey Studio yeah. and... Uh, it, it used to be Katerina 
Bianchini, I think, the studio, but now it's called Studio Nari, I think. Oh, I think I've seen that. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. seen that one. Um, so but many. They're, so they're, they're, like, doing amazing things, and that's really something that I wish was talked about more, because mm. it doesn't feel like it is, really. No. Unless you want to, like, especially at uni, because you are in charge of where you research. Yeah. I'm sure if you just went on to, like arthistory.com or something and you just find all the men there and there'd be no yeah because it's it's hard because it's like you could easily okay so you're looking at these things so then you think everyone else it yeah. is but then yeah when you take a step back exactly you're like, oh shit yeah exactly <laughs> and also like in that book that I was looking at that orange book like um mm. it's kind of like a tricky one because it's whether you can separate like the designer from their actual yeah. life but like Eric Gill who designed Gill Sands the typeface mm. his life was extremely questionable and like some of the things he did were, were not great and yet he's still celebrated as a graphic designer so it's kind yeah. of like where's the bar for women to have <laughs> to like get into a pioneers of graphic design book yeah. when they're putting people like Eric Gill in the book it's like it frustrates me so much as you probably tell yeah no, I get really... wound up talking about it because it's just like, why are we having these conversations more? Yeah. Like, there's so many amazing women and they're not being, like, acknowledged enough. Um, yeah, and why can't these conversations begin at, like, a lo- like GCSE yeah. or A-level? Why weren't or... we taught about not just the classic, yeah. like, Why designers? first year at uni were we not, yeah. Exactly. Why is it always about... yeah the like top five yeah exactly all like exactly yeah 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 and I think only really maybe towards the end of second year and Mm. beginning of third year are you kind of encouraged to kind of figure out your own route with it so then you start to figure out your own but that's what I think the problem is because if you're if you're only allowed to look at like women of color and you know queer like designers Mm. when you want to that's part surely an issue with the curriculum then if we're not taught about it before then so then your foundation is all like the just Mm. the people that talked about all the time so then it's like well actually yeah because not everyone's gonna just not everyone's gonna see these people yeah and look at more people yeah they're gonna be like oh I like what I like what he's done and he what he did was great and then it's like well actually they are great. No, this conversation is not about saying that men are shit. No. <laughs> I don't know if I can swear on the podcast. Yes, you can. <laughs> but, like, it's not about that. It's, like, no. it's, it's just having the conversation to mm. acknowledge that other people are in the industry, yeah. too. I just want to see different faces. Yeah, exactly. I want to see, yeah. see a rainbow of faces. It's I don't want to just about, see yeah. these white men all the time. <laughs> yeah. We have become ranting feminists in this podcast. Yes, but that's okay. <laughs> but that's okay that's too. Thing that's also well. an issue. Why should that? Why is that scary? No, thing? exactly. There's nothing wrong with being angry about not seeing yourself yeah. represented in an industry that you love. I think. Mm. And I, I do think it should start from the very. Yeah, like it should start from schools. And it has to start should. from the bottom because the yeah. top reflects down, doesn't mm. it? So. If all, like, the CEOs, not CEOs, but, like, art creative directors are, like, all quite happy in their little bubbles, then they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, we should probably change the system. Because they'll be like, well, actually, then where does that leave me, you know? What about... mm, If it's something that you care about, then you should be bothered by this too, Mm. I think. I think it's nice. It's good to talk about it as well. 
like regardless of how much you know about it exactly yeah it's it's just an important conversation to have yeah also I think it's important to say that like obviously we've been talking about women yeah but it's all women, like people that identify as women, basically. Yeah. Like, I don't want to seem like I'm just being like, there's men and women and that's it. <laughs> no, but obviously no, there yeah, are no, like true. all different Thank identities. But I just wanted to say like mainly, because it, it's not just a, like a women's issue. It's it's no. all sorts, but like it's not necessarily a gendered issue, but no. all gender identities. If you identify as a woman, then this is what yes. I'm talking about. Yeah. What we're talking about. No, very fair. But it's... Yeah, it's an interesting topic. And I think definitely, I think, I don't know in a way whether, yeah, because you can get more free talks. Yeah. You can, like, we've got Instagram. Yeah, yeah. We've got all these, like, with all of this, how do you think it will change when, like, we're yeah. older. Well, and... I think this whole, like, lockdown thing's kind of, for me, it's really changed how accessible designs become. Yeah. I think it's kind of changed the landscape in a lot of ways because mm. there are a lot of, like, studios and designers who are suddenly being like, the graduates need help. Like, yeah. we've got to reach out to them. And, like, suddenly these, like, talks become online and you don't have to travel anymore, so then you're not paying for things as much. Exactly. Um, and I think that fact that it's become more accessible now, I think if things were to go back to like pre-COVID or mm. whatever that looks like, I think that would be really sad. And I actually, one of the nicest things I think's come out of lockdown has just been how how open people are being with yeah. advice. And like mm. one, th- there seems like there's a real like, especially because of like the economy and, you know, everyone's mm. putting loads of money into the wrong things yeah I start on the Tories but like <laughs> um like I think that everybody wants to see the creative industry everyone's do well so just like fuck you yeah exactly like, and I think if everyone was like I'm mm, actually like I'm fine like I'm not gonna talk to you like if pentagram were just like no like we're just we're still doing graphic design and you know money's not really an issue for us then yeah. I think that would be really sad but actually I think it's kind of shown that at the heart of every studio, at big or small, mm. is a, des- a desire to create and uh, like the acknowledgement that art is for yeah. all of us, not just for the select few. And if they do think that, then their heart's not, not going to. Yeah. And I so don't, I, think... I don't see them carrying on. Like, no, exactly. Really I think there probably are a few people who are like that, but then yeah. they don't. We're just going to have to agree to disagree on that because yes. <laughs> I just think they just don't represent what I think design is about, mm. which is Literally. just making the world a better place mm. without sounding massively cliche. Ooh. <laughs> well, on that note. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> just ramble. No, that was really, like, that was a really, really good chat. Cool. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Julie. We'll have to have a part two. Oh my god, no! <laughs> yeah, like, let me know if you want a part two, you guys. Listen to my voice a bit more. <laughs> no one's gonna want that. Okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs>